You are listening to the Wealth Without Bay Street podcast, a Canadian guide to building dependable wealth. Join your hosts, Richard Canfield and Jason Lowe, as they unlock the secrets to creating financial peace of mind in an uncertain world. Discover the strategies and mindsets to a financial future that you can bank on. Another episode, another client series episode. We're joined today by Liam McGoran. Liam, welcome to Wealth Without Bay Street. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, good to good to be here. Real pleasure to have you. And of course, join, joined by uh, amazing co-host, Mr. Richard Canfield, coming to us live from Chilliwack, BC, otherwise known as the WAC. Welcome, Richard. I'm excited to be here. I've got a mountain view in the background, so uh, pretty excited. It's a beautiful day. And uh, I'm really, uh, really pleased that we're, we've got Liam with us because I'm excited to hear uh, you've you ventured into this new journey, this new realm, this new world of, uh, you know, incorporating the process of becoming your own banker into your life. So I think, you know, we appreciate having you come on to share a little bit about how that's been going for you and, and what are some of the things that led you to that decision. So maybe we should start there. You know, how, how did this enter your life in the first place? How did it come up for you? So it kind of first came up with me kind of like over the past, maybe two years, I'd kind of started kind of looking into like investing podcasts and whatnot. And um, I'd come across um, one of the ones I was listening to that I came across was the cash flow ninja um, with MC Lobsher. And um, yeah, I'd kind of listened in and he had kind of interviewed many people over. Yeah. I kind of probably been listening for about a half year and then it kind of clicked in. I'm like, Oh wait, what is this, this process? Maybe I should kind of email him about it or whatever. And then, um, but he, obviously he's, he's in the USA and, they they kind of have a yeah a little bit different process and companies and whatnot over there. So uh, he referred me to Jason, and then um, yeah, and that's kind of how I kind of explored. He did a few emails and conversations, kind of back and forth, and that's kind of how I kind of learned about it and then got into it. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember you know the the conversations that we had and how how you were talking about you know, how you see the, the process being an advantage for you and what some of your plans were as it related to your implementation of it. And so maybe share with listeners, you know, what your journey has been like in implementing the process up to this point, because we did a, uh, you know, what we refer to as a, um, a client review where we get together, we take a look at how the policy has been growing. We talk about what you've been utilizing it for. And it was a really, really good conversation. And I, I recall that was the meeting where I said, hey, we'd love to have you in our client series on the podcast to share your story. And so maybe share with the listeners what your journey has been like and what are some things that you've been able to do to implement the process up to this point? Yeah, I mean, so to kind of start off initially, I had um, kind of, I understood that you kind of have to, you got to have somewhere to build capital. And um, capitalization, you have a, this capitalization phase, and um, I kind of learned the benefits of IBC, and um, kind of thought of putting into it, utilizing it with real estate, where I was able to kind of jump into a, a joint venture and uh, use the <laughs> the process or whatnot to kind of pull, pull the capital out, invest in the real estate, and then use the cash flow from the real estate to put it back into the policy. And until um, it got filled back right back up and then, yeah. And then it's just been this process and utilizing IBC to pull, pull capital when an opportunity arises and deploy it to, to work for more, yeah, into other asset classes and more real estate. And 
so far over the last year and a bit, it's been, yeah, it's been good process and kind of learning to implement, implement it and utilize it properly. So <laughs> I love that. And when you, you know, know that people are going to find this podcast episode, people who are researching the process, people who may have heard about it or maybe tuned into another podcast or a YouTube channel and they're surfing around. And so what would you share with people who are, who land on this episode? What, what message do you want to convey to them because of what you know now versus what you knew prior to implementing the process? What would be that message that you would want to get across to people? I'd say starting off, like you kind of have to rethink the way you think in, in the sense of kind of how maybe how you've been brought up or how you've kind of learned to utilize um, money and like kind of ask yourself the question, what is money? And if you go down that rabbit hole, you kind of, it's a deep rabbit hole to go down, but it's definitely worthwhile. And um, once you kind of start doing that and you kind of look, look at what, like, what are your options? You got a checking account, a savings account, TFSA and RSP. And there's, there are other options out there. And um, it's kind of, you just, it's starting off with those questions and then you just kind of being open-minded about other ways of thinking and, and then once you do that, definitely helped me a lot. I was kind of reading Nelson's book initially, and uh, that kind of got my uh, brain juices flowing in the sense where I, yeah, just exactly. <laughs> 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 kind of rethink your thinking. And um, and it's been great because it's brought me down many other rabbit holes outside of IBC as well. And it's, um, yeah, it's kind of definitely been, been an interesting journey so far with it. But I've, yeah, I've learned a lot kind of learning about this process and applying it. So really cool. One thing I, I hear that you're, sh you're sharing Liam is um, that, that I'm picking up in the background is um, you, you've also been really proactive. You, you started the process of really wanting to invest in yourself and your own financial education, something fundamentally along that path led you to some podcasts. It led you to the cash flow ninja, our good friend MC to start digging into his material and there was some, maybe a burning desire to just have more control or fundamentally learn more about how to take control of your financial life. Am I on track there? Would that be a fair assessment? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It was just kind of, it, it, it started off with just, yeah, building my financial education and, um, cause I, yeah, I kind of seen over the years, even with the generations before me with stock market and this and that and this, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it came across to me as just a again, IBC just being this awesome way to kind of capitalize and build a pool of capital and the currency we use and, um, yeah, being able to kind of deploy it and with your financial education, it's just a tool, right? So it's, yeah, it's been great. <clears throat> I love that because it's not about this being the standalone, the, the only thing that you're doing, you are really, really talking to us and you're sharing with everyone who's listening that, you are using it in that and asset method. It's you've got this this pool, this capital. You're you're saving, you're storing, you're you're creating this multitasking effect. Boom! You're accessing capital and you're putting it to work in other financially beneficial areas of your life that you've already done your due diligence, your research on, venturing into the real estate, doing joint ventures. You're you're actively. The key thing I think is a really important takeaway for any listener is that you know Liam is demonstrating that he's actively focused on increasing and enhancing his own financial education. So. You know, there's so many good things to take away from this, but that is a really fundamental piece. And so we encourage everyone uh, to really step in the role of being the driver 
of their own financial life. You know, you, you've got a car, it's your financial life. You should be the one driving it, not somebody else. Such a good so, point that Richard, for sure. Go ahead, Liam. Oh yeah. I was just, just going to say, yeah, like with kind of the options, most people have available with their employer and RSP matching, you kind of, it's kind of interesting when I was going down, for example, real estate and you kind of need this, this down payment and this big pool of capital. And you're like, you're looking at your options, trying to pull out as much capital as you can. And you're, try going down the RSP run, you're like, Oh, nope, it's all locked. Right. And it's, um, and then when you use IBC, it's just, it's, it's so easy and so simple and two days in your, in your bank account and you put it to work and it's, uh, yeah, it's been a very useful tool so far. I'm kind of just learning to kind of use it and whatnot. It's been great. And the, the book that Liam was referring to was the book titled uh, Becoming Your Own Banker, which was authored by the late uh, R. Nelson Nash. Over 400,000 copies of that book have sold for a reason. And uh, so, uh, as always in our show notes, we include uh, a link where you can easily pick up a copy for yourself, maybe pick up a copy for a friend or someone who you think would benefit from the gift of this knowledge. But uh, Nelson would be so proud. He'd be smiling ear to ear. Because, you know, Liam, at, at this stage in your life, you know, th- this early in your journey, um, I, I think, you know, what I'd love to hear you share is, you know, for folks who are, um, when I got started with this process, I was 32 years young. And knowing what I know now, my goodness, I, I would have, I was pretty, pretty ambitious and pretty fast paced, I guess, in how I implemented it in my life. But knowing what I know now, I, I think I would have been moving at an even higher, you know, rate of speed. And so what, what would you say to other young folks out there who, you know, again, our, our experience has been that they, they find that there's, you know, a distrust in the financial system, and they're looking for something that's different. And so what message do you want to impart on on those younger folks who are, you know, maybe even on their journey before you were in terms of age. Yeah. It's just kind of realizing like, it's nice to have something that gives you um, kind of a hat. It's, I don't know if habits the right word, but um, it's kind of like a forced savings. I know like for example, people's their, their house, it's kind of a forced savings into equity. Whereas this is um, even, even better in the sense that it's a, a way where you can save pool capital and, as I mean, as even Nelson said, like, it's kind of like, as you pull that capital, all these opportunities just start kind of coming your way. Right. And it's mindset as well. You got to be obviously kind of always on the ball with opportunities when they kind of come and go. But um, once you start kind of building that capital, you, you just, it kind of clicks your, your mind kind of opens up in the sense that, Hey, I have capital and there's all now I can look at these opportunities that maybe I couldn't have before. And, um, it's kind of, it's just a shift in your mind. And I think once that, that shift happens, um, opportunities kind of come to you. And overall, I'd kind of say is as a young, the younger you are, if you can shift your mindset, um, and there's multiple ways, like listening to podcasts, listen to your guys' podcast. I always recommend um, the book uh, "Rich Dad Poor Dad." It's a very, yeah. very good book. It's and those. It's not. It's just. It's shifting your mind. And once you kind of are able to do that, um, you can kind of use these tools like IBC, and it's um, 
opportunities kind of come to you. And that's, that's, if you can, once you can change your mindset, the growth will happen and it becomes an exponential thing of more and more opportunities coming and happening. So there are really cool about that. Uh, Go ahead, Rich. jump in, Jason, because, you know, what Liam's isolating for anyone who's listening is that Nelson called it the infinite banking concept because he would say as soon as you something is finite, you put limitations on it. So what you've just I- isolated and identified there is the things that are showing up for you, these opportunities, the stuff that is you're, you're, you're now more able to see, recognize, and then take advantage of, that's part of the infinite capacity here. And so the policy is there. It's doing its thing. It was there anyway, but because you now have it and you're in that habitual nature, you're, you're incorporating it into your life, new things are being exposed to you that weren't there before. So, so a lot of the, the opportunities and prosperity that's going to be created for your life, it, there's, a, there's, a, there's a starting block with this policy being at the, at the epicenter of that, but all the things that are going to happen beyond that are way beyond the policy itself. That's really some of the power that Nelson was trying to teach and impart on us. And so you, you've really clarified that, I think. And I'm so glad that you did that because anyone who's listening is going to see, start to recognize that there's, there's so much more than meets the eye here. Uh, like would, like my favorite transformer Optimus prime would say. Um, so I just think that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no worries. Um, yeah, I know like, like beforehand, I, coming across like just using a savings account to build capital, you, you, you realize like I've gone down a few rabbit holes with the idea of inflation and, and um, the like monetary policy with governments and kind of they, and then national, the huge national debt. Right. Um, yeah. And the, the, the one way these government, the governments can stay afloat is to kind of take that, that purchasing power of our currency and um, that's coming out of people's savings accounts um, and they're able to take little bits here and there and it may, may get worse. I'm not sure in the future, but um, with I, with the IBC, they, they at least the insurance companies invest the capital into assets that kind of hold their, hold the purchasing power that you can use to buy, kind of use it for whatever you want to use it for. Right. So it's definitely a good way to hedge um, inflation. I'll share, Liam, that you're you're one of the sharpest examples of Nelson describing that um, this message of becoming your own banker, the infinite banking concept, it must be caught. It cannot be taught. And so you you can provide knowledge, you can share that knowledge with a person, but they have to catch it. And once they catch it, they know exactly what to do. And you're a very sharp example of that because you really you really grasp the fifth golden rule, which is to rethink your thinking. And Nelson would always say, everything begins with the way that we think. And so as you began that process of rethinking your thinking, your eyes were opened up to a whole new financial world. And, and you've clearly grasped this. And that's why I think, you know, your voice and, and your story are really, really so important uh, to share. What are your, some of your aspirations with your, you know, your system? And as you're implementing this, what are some things that you're looking forward to, to doing uh, with the process? Well, in the potential future, obviously continue to kind of grow wealth. And, and with that, um, obviously like be able to assist friends and family and um, with things they need or maybe opportunities they haven't, haven't been able to have. Um, 
yeah, just kind of a multitude of things. And um, yeah, it's, and I mean, in today's world, it's, it's definitely difficult maybe to buy, buy a home one day or things like that. And it gives, um, I think it, yeah, it opened up, opens up the opportunities um, quite a bit more. So for whatever, whatever kind of comes my way and um, yeah. Love it. Rich? Well, I'm, I'm curious because it sounds to me like, uh, you know, you mentioned friends and family and, and you identified being an avid listener of podcasts and, you know, gobbling up a lot of material as many people have had over this last year to gobble up more material in that format, you know, working from home and that sort of thing. Um, how do you find that when you're communicating or you're, you're, you're trying to broach this subject with others or, or friends or family, how, how do you find that's being received? Do you find it's people are very receptive to it or you recognize that sometimes people are a little standoffish on the idea? Um, I'd say for the most part, people are usually skeptical because it's, it's a thing where, yeah, you're not, they don't teach you this kind of stuff in school. They don't really teach any sort of financial education. And uh, so most people are, are kind of cautious, cautious of it. And uh, rightfully so. Yeah. It's kind of one of those things where like, I kind of have to do your own due, due diligence. You can't just rely on other people, like the crowd thinking, or, you know, like the, the way people it's, it's just one of those things that I think if you do your own due diligence and kind of think for yourself and you dive into it, um, it, it'll make sense to you at some point. It might take, take some time and as it should, but yeah, I, again, I'd say most people are usually a little bit skeptical of it. They'll hear of it. Uh, they'll, they'll hear you talk about it and maybe it takes a few times and some people will go with it and then some people won't. And that's, that's their choice. Right. So you, you get, you give them the option. And then you might talk about it a few more times and um, yeah, it, it is what it is. So, I, I like that. So you're, you know, you're, you're looking to help open doorways for people much like Jason and I are much like our podcast is it's a, it's a way to um, crack open a doorway and you don't want to, when you're in a dark room and all of a sudden one door cracks open and there's a little bit of light on the other side, it just kind of floods that dark room. That's really what we're trying to do with, with the podcast. And so it sounds like in conversations you're having with people, you're trying to do that as well, but you, you leave it up to them if they want to walk through the door or not. And that's, uh, you know, we're big advocates of that. It's all about, it's a learning process. Take your time to learn, go through these sessions, listen to some of the other episodes that we have. And there's a number of other great, you know, mater source material out there, but there's also a lot of source material that, that maybe isn't so source. It's maybe not so good. So you do have to really look at, at tuning in your, your filter, your radar a little bit. And so we would encourage people to do that. And what's nice is from your perspective, now being a, uh, an advocate of the process, incorporating in your life, taking loans, making loan repayments, using it to go and create other assets in your life. You're a living embodiment of, of that thing that you're incorporating. And so you can speak and come from this uh, place of true authenticity about what's happening that's real in your own life. You know, I can say, Liam, for myself, I've experienced that and I can, I can certainly hear it from you. That really resonates with people. It comes through because all you're doing is you're speaking what's true for you. And people seem to really gravitate that. So I'd encourage you to continue on. And, and I suspect that uh, through doing that and through sharing what's working for you, you'll find that many people uh, do, you know, it, it does, it takes time, but they, they will come around to that way of thinking because uh, once you're exposed to a new idea, it's very hard to unlearn that new ideas out there. <laughs> Especially when you catch it's it. true. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's great. And Liam, uh, we yeah. hope that you'll uh, be open to, to joining us again on a future episode, because we'd love to, uh, you know, to, to, I guess, be spectators, I guess, if you will, of your journey. And uh, so we hope that uh, you'll be able to come on and join us again. 
Yeah, for sure. Definitely always up for it. <laughs> awesome. Rich, any closing remarks? Uh, well, not so much closing remarks. I, I would, um, I think I would just like to um, encourage everyone to take heed of some of the things that Liam shared with us today, because, you know, he, he's taken time to learn. He, he, he used to exercise a little bit of caution. He did some due diligence. He asked questions. He did some research. He didn't look at everything that he learned and, and just take it as fact. He looked at a number of sources. He came across, uh, you know, Jason through a great introduction. Here he is now he's a living, you know, living proof of putting this process into work in his own life. And so just understand that wherever you're at in your journey is okay, but really make a commitment to keep moving forward in your journey. So keep, yeah. keep progressively moving forward because that's how we grow as human beings and certainly how we do it in this process. It's very important that that's the case. You're always learning. Nelson was a huge advocate that, um, you know, it, it, he talks about in his book called the arrival syndrome. There's, there's no point in teaching me anything new because I, I've already arrived in knowledge. Well, you know, to really embrace this concept in your life, you need to kind of phase that out of your, out of your world, out of your life. And you really need to be focused on being uh, in, in constant motion with your learning process. So Liam, thanks for doing that. Thanks for sharing that message with our, with our listeners. Now we, uh, we ask a lot of questions, obviously in our podcast, that's the whole interview process. But one of my favorite questions is, uh, is really all about heroes. Now, I don't know, you, you may have watched the odd uh, superhero movie over the last number of years to become very popular, but not all superheroes wear capes. You might not always think of yourself as a hero and, you know, but every time you're creating value for others, you're, you're sharing what's true for you. You're sharing that message. You're opening doorways for people to learn about something new that could impact them positively in their financial life. You're benefiting others and you're making their life easier, you know, in some way. So Liam, would you share with us and, and our listeners, who, who would you like to be a hero to? I'd like to be a hero, I guess it'd be for my my family i um mm. got a bunch of younger brothers um and uh yeah it's kind of just kind of live live by example and um yeah encourage and do what i can and kind of support them as much as i can and that i'd say that would it would be them awesome. well there you have it thank you liam mcgoran another client series on wealth without bay streets uh we appreciate you tuning in and Continue your journey of learning. Again, Liam, we thank you sincerely because you're a really sharp example of grasping this process, implementing it. And uh, obviously, um, it's creating a lot of new thinking for you and, and uh, really exercising your imagination and what you can do. So really appreciate you being on. We look forward to having you as a guest in the future and uh, can't wait to hear about what you've, what you've done next in the implementation of this process. So thank you for being with us. It was a real pleasure. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me on, Jason and Richard. Thanks for listening to the Wealth Without Bay Street podcast, where your wealth matters. Be sure to check out our social media channels for more great content. Hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player and be sure to rate the show. We definitely appreciate it. And don't forget to share this episode with someone you care about. Join us on the next episode where we continue to uncover the financial tools, strategies, and the mindsets that maximize your wealth.